1: Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in the studio, and sitting next to me is Marco Farrell. Howdy. (laughs) We are going to have a lot of fun today. Primarily, uh, Cuba, or is it Cuba? I'm not sure which, is on the verge of exploding as far as tourism, economy, and the fishing, of course, is legendary. I mean, anybody that knows anything about Ernest Hemingway, um, they, you know, they probably heard a little bit about Cuba in, in the good old days. <laughs> it looks like the good old days are coming back. And then uh, hopefully Marco, who is uh, an avid outdoorsman, angler, and primarily more, spends more time under the water than above the water, Marco?
2: Yep. Oh, it's about half and half. <laughs> okay. Well, um, we'll
1: we're going to see if we can find out a little bit about uh, um, maybe doing... But we're also, we're going to be talking to Betty from Ladies Let's Go Fishing in Florida. And she wants to put together a trip to Cuba. And we're going to be talking to Phil, who's the expert on Cuba. And that's primarily what the show is going to be all about. And, uh, you know, we would like to... Probably find out a little bit more about uh, uh, maybe you can ask some questions about what it, I mean, the Caribbean, the water, the clarity, the warmth. Would you like to go? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> we appreciate you coming on. And also, um, I would like to thank. Marco in particular, because he's uh, taken charge of our social media. And if there's something that uh, is not being done, you can blame Marco. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a busy guy. He also has a real business in, in uh, Santa Barbara as a real estate agent. So anybody anywhere in the world, if you've ever heard about Santa Barbara and you think, yeah, that might be kind of a cool place to live, um, give him a call. I appreciate it. And I get what? How much? How much? What, what kind of a kickback do I get?
2: Uh, we can't do kickbacks. Oh, okay. I'll take well, you fishing.
1: <laughs> okay, that sounds good to me. <laughs> Alrighty then. Anyway, we're going to have to take a quick break. We're going to be right back with you. It's going to be a great show, so hang in there.
0: On the magnificent Sea of Cortez, the Grand Heritage Resort and Spa at Marina Costa Baja is the first five-star resort in La Paz, Baja South. Overlooking a 250-slip marina and white sand beaches, enjoy two signature restaurants, a world-class destination for fishing or diving. Enjoy five-star elegance in the charming, laid-back city of La Paz. Dock your boat and enjoy the marina village. Visit on the web at costabajaresort.com.
7: Dry fly, wet fly, anybody's guess Got a knot
3: in my leader and my line's all a mess Fish ain't biting,
5: fish ain't biting no more
1: Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio with Marco Farrell. We're going to be talking to him a little bit uh, about angling and primarily what his passion is, and that is fishing under the water instead of above the water. But we have the pleasure, and I'm sure that anybody that's been listening to Fish Talk Radio for any amount of time knows Betty Bauman from Ladies Let's Go Fishing. Betty?
8: It's a pleasure.
1: <laughs> and then we also have um <laughs> Mr well it's uh his his website is philkeywest um, at Yahoo dot com, is that right?
7: Yeah, email. Website's captainphilthompson.com
1: dot com. Oh Captain Phil Thompson. So uh-huh. anyway, you need to check this guy out. He is uh, lives in florida he 's hes he spent, been uh, um, you know i i don 't know uh, we don 't want to get you in trouble, Phil, but I know that you spent time in Cuba whether it 's legal or not we 're going to not going to go into that but we 're assuming everything you did was legal, right.
7: Uh, that's true. Okay. Everything. Everything. Okay. <laughs> nice to be with you, John. Good okay. afternoon.
1: Anyway, you know what, Betty? Why don't you start off uh, because you you know you live in uh, where is it Orlando and Southern Florida somewhere.
8: Uh, Fort Lauderdale. Fort
1: Lauderdale. Well, that's far enough. Yeah, that's where all the cruise ships take off from, right?
8: Right.
1: Uh, Anyway, you spend a lot of time fishing. You've got an organization called Ladies Let's Go Fishing. And if I understand it correctly, what you do is that you do organized trips primarily for women. And the reason for that is that women can get out and enjoy the growing sport without being intimidated by the male ego.
8: You're right. It's the No Yelling School of Fishing, and we provide educational Amen to that. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
1: Anyway. And they can uh, learn,
8: practice, and then we give them a chance to get on charter boats and go fishing, whether it's uh, inshore or offshore.
1: Well, let's start off a little bit right now with about fishing in Florida, and per- probably in particular southern Florida. Um, and then we're going to kind of move into Cuba, and uh, Phil's going to interact with you, and he's going to keep right on going as you know when you're off the air. Which, which hopefully you stay on as long as you can. Anyway, uh, you mentioned when I talked to you <laughs> that the water was warm in Florida. Now, we know about the Pacific El Nino, uh, and we're starting to see some effects from that, absolutely. But uh, you said the water in Florida is also above normal?
8: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been pretty much in the 80s, um, all fall and winter long. Uh, the surface temperature of the water, wow. You know, no, 80s, man. Uh, oh, okay. Um, so that, that keeps everything pretty warm. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, normally the cold drives the sailfish, sailfish and the billfish to look to us. But, uh, you know, from what I'm saying, it's been pretty sparse. Uh, you know, we're waiting for that cold weather um, to come to bring them down to us, you know, because they're pelagic. Really?
1: Really, I mean, I you know normally, marlin or this you know the the family of shellfish is similar. Travel in the same areas. Is that you know they like water that's a little bit warm. Usually in the the warmest part of the year is when you, when when they really was when you catch the big ones.
8: Uh, well, they they migrate, you know, and usually it's it's more of a you know fall winter spring, like fish mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, you hear some being released here and there, but it's, it's not um, incredible like it should be this time of year. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the dolphins are still around. A friend of mine just uh, just landed uh, by dolphin. I mean, mahi-mahi. That's, we call them dolphins. Well, Florida. no, we call
1: them dolphin. I thought you called them dolphin fish or some stupid thing.
8: Yeah, well, that's what they call them. They're green and they're beautiful and they're good to eat. And a mm-hmm. friend of mine just caught a nice sixty pounder. So yeah, well,
1: uh, you know what you know a, what you know so- what so- Dorado <laughs> means is you know what Dorado means in Spanish is golden, and there's a reason they call them that.
8: Well, yeah, they've got a little gold color to them. Um, yeah. And why else do they call them?
1: Throttled. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're beautiful fish. <laughs> a lot of fun. Uh, so overall, g- give, give us a quick rundown on uh, maybe uh, winter, spring fishing in Florida.
8: Well, in Oahu, we're pretty good right now. In Oahu, make great fishy with the back backstrap. Um, there's some tuna around. You know, it pretty much depends, you know, where you're fishing and how far you're going. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're all dolphin around. They're a little bit uh, scarce dolphin. Um, okay. uh, Dorado, are more like a summertime, okay. summertime um, type
1: of fish. Well, if you don't mind, Betty, let's jump into the subject of Ladies Let's Go Fishing. You are organizing a trip to Cuba. And that's main reason why we have Phil on the line with us. So why don't you explain a little bit about your trip? And <laughs> I'm sure you've got some questions for Phil.
8: Right. Well, uh, we've got a trip scheduled for May of this year, a five night trip. And, uh, it's, it's taken a long time to put together to go legally. You know, ladies, let's go fishing is nonprofit and the mission is to, you know, interact with the Cuban people, uh, visit, you know, the Hemingway Museum, uh, you know, learn how they fish there and have a chance to get on a boat and do it. And, uh, you know, so we've, we've got it all. Pretty much set up. Uh, now, uh, what, bet, what
7: type of fishing are you going to do, Betty?
8: Uh, Whatever they do.
1: Okay, Betty, a quick question for Sport you.
8: fishing, a not qu- inshore.
1: A quick question for you. Have you ever been to Cuba?
8: No, I have not. You probably, then
7: you've up. probably got some questions you love for a Can answer. Where in Cuba are you going? Are you going to Havana? H-
8: yes, Havana.
7: So you'll be fishing out of Marina Hemingway? Yes,
8: correct. Have and you we'll chartered a boat? Sure. Um, I've got some connections that have been making
7: arrangements. Okay, because there's no right. the present time, there's no charter boats running out of Marina Hemingway. They're all broken down. The last one sank about in August. <laughs>
1: oh, okay, yeah. well, good so thing we found know. that out. No,
7: but but there are a couple of American boats down there that can arrange something if you're on a QT. Right the fishing is excellent. We fished the June tournament there. We were supposed to fish Wahoo last month, but the weather was so bad, we really couldn't get out. But you'll enjoy the fishing off, off of uh, the coast of Cuba. It's very close in, and it's uh, very scenic, and it's very it's very good, very productive. Mm-hmm.
8: Well, we're looking forward to seeing the country before you know. there's McDonald's in every corner. <laughs>
7: <laughs> well, well, it's going to take them a while for that, but you are right. Cuba's changing. I mean, it's, it's changed more in the last three years than it did in the last thirty. And in the last in the last six or months to a year it's changed more than it did in the last three years. So it's but it's still a ways away. Well, McDonald's. the good news
8: is there's still 57 Chevys, and we do plan to um, go to the Hemingway Museum via 57 You
7: can't Chevys. swing a dead cat and keep without hitting 57 Chevy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
7: <laughs> I'm telling you, people don't believe it, and, and it's hard to believe it. It's not just in Havana. It's all over the country. Yeah. Uh, we, were, we fished the, the Gardens of the Queen in August, which was a phenomenal experience because the, the reef is... The most pristine one left in the Caribbean, according to marine biologists and naturalists. And the small town that we left from, the small port town that we left, couldn't have had five hundred people in. I bet you I counted at least uh, seven or eight classic cars along the side of the road. Wow! mean, classics. Yeah, Fifty-one well, Studebakers and yeah. You know.
8: <laughs> yeah, I mean people can go on their own boats. It's, it's not that you know. It's still a little tricky. Mm-hmm. You know, I I had a friend who uh, went and uh. He had uh, somebody on board that didn't have the right passport, and Cubans gave him two choices. Uh, Put him in detention jail. You guys stay or you all leave. So guess what they did? Oh, no. And put him in jail. Well, he should have...
7: there was a third option because we do have an embassy now. You could actually get a passport. I've right. seen that done. Usually though, it's with an expired passport or when yeah. someone loses a passport. Right. To arrive there without a passport, yeah, that's that's, that's stupid. I right <laughs> yeah. don't like that. They they frown on that.
1: Yeah, uh, Betty, let me ask you a question. Uh will you be able to hold over to the next segment or are you gonna have to take off? Um,
7: I'll hold
1: Okay, good. Well, let's just uh, end up real quickly with uh, um, information about your trip and how to get in touch with Ladies Let's Go Fishing.
8: Well, it's on our website. It's ladiesletsgofishing.com. And, um, you know, we're we're still working on the details. The basic information is up. We'll be adding some pictures. And it also has all our other universities events um, in, you know, South Florida, Gulf Coast, St. Augustine, Florida Keys. Uh Uh-huh. And Bimini. Uh, yeah. The Bimini.
1: Well, I know you're based out of Florida, but you have women from all over the country that go on these trips with you, right?
8: Oh, yeah, you wouldn't believe they come from California, you know, really a lot of states and other countries, because it's not intimidating, and they actually get to go fishing.
1: All right, ladies, get in touch with Betty, and ladies, let's go fishing. Um, We're going to take a a, a short break. We're going to come back, and thank you for holding on, Betty. And, Phil, we're going to keep you on the whole time. And I know that Marco has some questions also, so we'll be right back with you. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio.
2: A tug on the line, and
1: I didn't Welcome back when to Fish I'm Talk Shining Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio and Marco Farrell. Marco Farrell, who's been,
2: <laughs> he's
1: sitting there polishing a, a casting from a great white shark tooth. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Now, where did that come from?
2: Uh, a friend of mine uh, loaned it to me, and uh, I've, I've got a line of shark teeth and bear claws and other interesting things that I'll be casting here in the near future. Wow,
1: well, so. some people some people are uh, talented. Unfortunately, I'm not. Uh. But anyway, let's get back to talking about Florida. Let's go, ladies. Let's go fishing and Cuba. Um, Betty we I know that you're driving and you've got an appointment coming up quickly so you know we'll try and keep you on as best we can Um, and Betty I'll tell you what why don't you and Phil have a conversation and I'm sure you've got some questions for Phil because you've never been to Cuba you've obviously been studying it you've been putting it this trip together but uh, why don't you ask Phil some questions
8: Yeah, well, Phil, what's your favorite um, aspect of visiting Cuba,
7: favorite place, favorite things you like to do? Actually, my favorite part of Cuba are the people, (laughs) always have been. Um, That's what's going to really amaze you is the attitude of the Cuban people, especially when they find out you're an American. It makes a, it makes you just a, a wee bit special. You don't get the feeling. I mean, you get the feeling, but not so much in Havana. But when you get outside in the countryside, or in your case, on a boat board of boat fishing, you'll see that um it's just it's it's a it's a very unique experience. They have a warmth for Americans and a warmth period that's just. Um, uh, I I look forward to it every time I go back. I miss it when I'm not there.
8: Wow, and. Uh... Um, so, like, they've, uh, the, is the food good? I mean, I know we have Cuban <laughs>
7: restaurants. The food is excellent. They have a one of the one of the fastest growing um, enterprises in Cuba is called a paladar, which is a private restaurant not owned by the government. And these paladars range in price from a five dollar meal to a you know a forty dollar meal. But uh, the food is absolutely excellent. They've come so far in the last few years. Um, as far as you can get, um, you can actually get good steak in Cuba. But, Of course, you get really good seafood um, everywhere you go. You get you get a, a, a very good mix of seafood. Mm-hmm.
8: Right. Well, I'm assuming the, the, the excuse me the fishing is probably not that much different in South Florida because I am mean, we fish close close to Cuba. You know as close as we legally can get. Um, but I'm, I'm sure no, down on there. They don't they
7: don't catch fish for sales. <laughs> it's no, but it's totally different. Uh, it's amazing the difference between because I spent almost 20 years in Key West, and it's amazing the difference in the fishing between Key West and Cuba. Uh, you don't get the mass of sailfish coming to Cuba, although you do get them, but you get a lot more marlin, a lot more. We. Uh, in the June tournament, uh, 24 boats released 51 billfish in three-and-a-half days, and only three of them were sails. The rest were whites and blues. Um, awesome. So, and it's it's right there on the shore. I mean, in Cahilliamar, where you're going to see Hemingway, not Hemingway's house, but where he used to keep his boat, uh, you can throw a rock off the beach and it lands in 1,000 feet of water.
1: Wow. Well,
8: you'd have to have a heavy-duty yo-yo to catch one, huh? <laughs> <laughs>
7: you know they actually have I just found this out they have a, a, a fishing tournament on the Molochon the, on, the, on the Big Esplanade that runs down the, the uh, ocean where everybody fishes they actually have started a little tournament there with everybody with their yo-yos. of course most of them are getting spinning rods now but uh, it should be I've got to cover that sometime it should be quite an experience
8: Oh, yeah. Well, we see there's, you know, a big
7: Cuban population in South Florida. So I've had uh, ladies at Ladies Let's Go Fishing bring their yo-yos on the boat. Oh, yeah. 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 This is very effective no, in the uh, right uh, hands. Uh, uh, Betty, effective Betty effective you're, you're, you're
1: talking about yo-yo. You're talking about a, like a butterfly or a weighted. Uh, um, no, it's a hand line. Oh, a hand, hand line. line. Okay. Well, hand oh, okay. So like, a, you wrap, uh, wrap it around theory? a 7-Up uh, yeah. can or something. Yeah.
8: Yeah, it's almost like a big fly reel they're holding, you know yeah. what I mean? But they hold this yo-yo in their hand, uh-huh. and the line comes off the yo-yo. Uh-huh. And then they wind it in by hand.
1: So it's kind of like a Dave and Goliath thing. You kind of spin it around and flip it out there, and the wine just peels off the. Off with... Yeah, they spin it over
7: the head and flip it out there. But the key to it is, is you got because they use their, they put it in the crook of their forefinger. Mm-hmm. You've got such a feel for it.
8: Oh. You know,
7: I mean, it's yeah. an absolute true, true, true test when it bites. And I've seen these Cuban women start hauling on grouper, and they weren't getting back in the rocks. I mean, they were coming out of there. Those people are serious about their fish. Wow.
2: <laughs>
8: oh yeah, it looks like a big, a great big
7: yo-yo with a big hole in it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Well, you know what I've, I've seen in in, uh, in Baja, where you don't see it so much anymore. But you know, the kids would take a, it's like a, a Seven Up can or something, and wrap a line around it, and then fling it out there. And and even the commercial fishermen, they're looking for the wachanongo, the red snapper. They'll be right off the coast, and they're handlining. And it's not that they can't afford the equipment. It's just that when you've got your hand on the line, you can feel anything instantly.
7: Mm Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, these, these, like I said, I have watched, I took one time, I took, like I don't know, 17 Cuban Americans out to the dry tortugas on a 65-foot boat, and they were all fishing, and most of them were fishing with hand lines, and they would, I mean, it, it, it's an amazing thing that sit, it was like a, a headboat with hand lines, it was amazing. <laughs> yes.
8: And they had this big pot of
7: money, they were all betting on who'd catch the biggest, most fish. <laughs> <laughs> they had a, lot of, a lot of money, and they were serious, you know? <laughs> uh...
1: Wow. Incredible. But uh, now we probably should talk about a little bit about the legalities and we're going to be maybe, you know, talking some more in in the second half of the program. But uh, um, Betty, I'm sure you've done a lot of research and Phil, you know, the inside scoop. So let's talk a little bit about what it takes to uh, visit um, Cuba if you're from the United States. Now, let's uh, let's start with Phil on that.
7: Well, it's 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 a lot easier than getting an, an Arab divorce. Instead of bowing three times <laughs> at Mecca and say I divorce you, you just bow one time to Washington and say this is my one of my twelve categories. <laughs> uh, support the Cuban people, people to people travel, uh, journalists. All of these all of these uh, travels oh. um, visas are are given under the general license, which is where you assume you're legal, and then if you're asked to provide the uh, documentation you would keep that available mm-hmm. uh, no one's asking no one no one really cares um, what we do under support of the cuban people is very simple we go over there and we share our expertise and our knowledge and our fishing habits and the quirks of americans to to the cuban captains and cuban guides uh, as, a, as a brotherly exchange of of um okay. the fishing knowledge uh, it's been approved by Jeffrey Botwell, who's a, a senior member of the board of uh, Latin American Working Group. Uh, we've done many trips, and it qualifies. Now, Phil, as a is follow. this
1: something you have to get from the United States or from Cuba?
7: No, this, your Cuban visa is a totally different different ballgame. It's not hard to get. Um, it's one of those things, you're either going to get it or you're not. Uh, they, they, all they simply do is fax your passport number, date of birth, and information over to Cuba, and then they fax the visa uh, request approval back. Um, you can actually do it. It's not recommended, but I have had to do it at the airport. Um, it's that quick. Hmm.
8: Right, but you... Um... You need to have a purpose for going, or you know, you've got to qualify for one of those twelve exemptions. You can't just yes, go but there you can self-declare.
7: Our- that's what I'm saying. I don't like for with my group. I don't charge any any fee for the people going under under the umbrella of support the Cuban people. But I also explain to them that it's 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 relatively unnecessary. Um, but. I've also had so much experience trying to explain this to Americans that I'm not going to attempt to explain it to you because it just doesn't work. Until you go through it and and experience it, you don't realize what what's involved. Uh, we've made such a big deal out of it for so long that now it's that it's no big deal. No one wants to believe it.
1: Hmm. Now, right. well, if, uh, Phil, excuse me, um, but you know my knowledge is limited. But from what I understand is that the um the, the, the United States government uh, said that it's not that you cannot go to Cuba. It's that because of the embargo, you were not allowed to spend one penny over
7: there. Well, that, that's that been changed, too, by executive order. Now you, you're given a per diem. I'm not sure exactly what it is because nobody ever asked for it. Uh, it's pretty much unlimited spending now, just like the remittances are unlimited. President Obama made one set of rule changes on December 17th of 2014. Then he made another very quiet set of rule changes in October of this past year, and all of those things really just freed up, um, you know, freed up Americans as far as what, what a lawyer told me uh, in Cuba. He's an American lawyer. He's been doing business in Cuba for 10 years. He said the administration basically said, if you want to go to Cuba, go. And the the action in made in October made it so much easier to take a boat over. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now the boat thing is no big deal.
1: Okay. Well, just another quick question, because we're going to wind up this segment. And, Betty, just let me know how much time you have. But uh, can you take a direct flight from the United States to Cuba now, Phil?
7: Oh, yeah. Um, I'm flying out of Tampa um, the 17th this month. You can fly to Miami. You can fly to Key West. There was a short uh, Fort Myers had a. I think Fort Lauderdale has a connection too, but that may not be active, Betty. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that.
8: Right. Um, yeah, it's a little difficult to find out the you know the air information. You know, I, mean, I don't
7: actually go actually go years. to go to ABC Charters on the internet. and It'll give you the entire schedule for Tampa, Miami, and Key West.
1: ABC Charters. Okay.
7: ABC Charters. Yeah.
1: Wow.
7: I'll tell you the number of seats left and everything else. That's the most current information you can get.
1: Wow. This is very, very interesting because things are changing so fast and, you know, the information we're giving out to people right now is uh, something that most people don't even know about.
7: Well, the easiest place in the United States to fly out of, Tampa is probably one of these. Tampa is is really trying to, to beat Miami at, oh. at opening up relations with Cuba. Yeah, We don't have that radical right. Miami. Yes, yeah, yeah, normally you'd have to fly. If you here.
1: wanted to get there, you could do it, but you'd have to fly out of uh, Mexico or some other place. Anyway, we're going to have By far the best one
7: was Key West. I brought yeah, okay. the Key West last well, time. We're, we're
1: going to take, take a quick break, and uh, hopefully Betty will be there when we come back. But, Phil, I know you'll be there, and I know that Marco has some questions. You're listening to Phil. Talk Radio.
3: Bass Angler Magazine simply brings you more. If you want to learn the latest technique, start winning tournaments, or just catch more bass, then Bass Angler Magazine is for you. Go to www.bassmag.com. Click on the order link and use the promo code FBR. Go to www.bassmag.com. Bass Angler Magazine, bassmag.com. It will be the best $20 you've ever spent.
9: Time to go to work, but I am out on
10: the sea. Please leave your
1: message for me. Gone yeah. go Welcome Welcome back, Fish Talk Radio. Marco, Marco.
2: is this interesting or what? Ah, oh, this is fascinating. I uh can neither confirm nor deny that uh I took a plane over from uh Mexico a few years ago and it was it was a fascinating fascinating day mm-hmm. and a half so i, I very oh, much Oh you app- were there. Yeah, i very much appreciate cool. um the people and and you're absolutely right. It's it's I've traveled around the world and it's a it's a whole different experience. We were lost looking for uh, um one of the famous dance clubs uh, and it was getting dark and we we started to feel a little uneasy. We popped in, there was a little uh, clinic, medical clinic, and this beautiful nurse walked out and said, hey, I'm walking home, I'll, I'll take you there. And we started talking to her about security and she said, absolutely not, this is the safest thing. Uh, yeah. There was well, absolutely there, no concern at all.
1: There, you know, there's uh, under the, you know, Castro there's, you know, there's you know, good and bad. Right. You know, and some of the good things, of course, is that I believe the crime is virtually non-existent. Right, right. And, the, you know, they, they rule with a heavy hand. Yeah. And I apparently, Phil, um, uh, correct me, but um, I, I know that with some experience, you know, first of all, the because of the socialist country, I mean, a school teacher and a doctor make like two or three hundred bucks a month. Yeah,
7: uh, you know, more like thirty six dollars a month. Okay. They got a raise. Yes. They got a raise. Okay. Yeah, they did. They were at thirty two.
1: Okay. But no, they have subsidized things. But as things are, things are changing. But you know, one of the things, if from what I understand, that Castro did do is, uh, you know, he enjoyed hunting and fishing, and you know, he kept his own private reserves. Uh, so the large part of the the island is uh, is still in a very natural state. Is that right?
7: You got, yeah, uh, he was, he actually, he was a spear fisherman. He was a big-time spear fisherman. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And the Garden of the Queens where I dove in August, it was the first aquatic preserve in Cuba. Uh, and he he preserved that in honor of um, um, his girlfriend, who later became his wife. Uh-huh. Um, I want to say Dylene. It's not Dylene, but it's closest, like like Dian- right. Dylene. Yep. And uh, she was a, a big freediver, too. So that's one reason why that preserve is just so absolutely pristine.
8: Mm-hmm.
7: Uh the coral, everything about it is just like Dan Whittle of the Environmental Defense Fund said they see eight to ten times more sharks here than any other Caribbean location they they measure. Wow. Um, yeah, it's it's everything from um Goliath grouper to, I mean, I was swimming with giant 40-pound black grouper, which, you know, I used to shoot for a living. Yeah. <laughs> I would have felt bad about shooting these because they were so close. And yeah. they were, they were looking at me, i cool. Yeah, yeah. but it's, um, it's, um, it has about 20% of the coastline and almost 25% of landmass lie in parks and biospheres. Many of the biospheres, like Zapata, where I just fished in October, are World uh, Heritage Sites. Um, Zapata Swamp is the largest freshwater conservation area in the Caribbean. Uh, much like the Florida Everglades, uh, it's, it's, it's even more remote than the Everglades, believe it or not.
1: Betty, are you getting excited?
8: Yeah, I was wondering how the, they have lobsters there.
7: <laughs> oh, yeah. oh
1: yeah.
8: <laughs> and pulpo. Right. Now I'm really
7: ready.
8: <laughs> how about shrimp?
7: Oh, lots of shrimp. It's amazing. Um, now, they're not the pink golds you get in Key West, but they're not bad. Uh, you have to understand, when you live in Key West and you eat those big pink gold uh, wintertime shrimp, you get mighty spoiled.
8: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Shrimp is one of my favorite uh, wintertime um, things to do in the Keys.
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if you get down there, you go to the Hawkfish Restaurant, and Bobby Bongelli will fix you a uh, <laughs> right. shrimp wrapped in bacon and barbecue.
1: Oh, there you go.
7: <laughs> Served with cheese grits and cornbread. <laughs>
1: wow. Uh, that sounds good Oh, I'm to taking
7: know. grits to Cuba this time. <laughs> I'll take a little sack of grits.
1: <laughs> well, seriously. Seriously. Huh? Okay.
7: <laughs> it's going to be like Danny DeVito in the movie Cousin Benny, you know? Is it Danny DeVito or... Yeah. Yeah, good. yeah. He said what's a grit? <laughs> yeah.
8: yeah, in uh Key some of the restaurants serve uh, shrimp and grits for
1: uh-huh. breakfast. Yeah. They're
2: actually mm-hmm. quite
1: good. Who was that, that said eat my grits? But anyway, never mind.
2: <laughs> uh- <laughs> that was Cable Larry the cable guy. Yeah,
1: okay. But uh
2: Hey Phil, uh, is somebody going down there, what what type of gear uh, would you expect for them to bring?
7: Um as far as fishing? Yeah. You going to fly or spin? Uh,
1: uh, what do you mean fly or spin? Uh, <laughs> you, know, you, you, you catch, you know, you big fish, uh, marlin, you catch conventional reel, right?
2: Oh,
7: you want to go, you want to fish
2: offshore? Well, you know, somebody who's flying down there is most likely going to go for, for marlin charter? or yeah. charter trip. So do they need to bring their own gear or do the charter boats have their have gear there?
7: Well, the, the, like I said, the boats that operating in, in um, Marina Hemingway right now, which is two American boats, they have gear, yeah. Right. Uh, the Marlin boats, um, the reason I know about Marlins because a very old friend of mine, uh Captain Jose Enrique, who I fished with starting in 1993, um, his boat sank. His was the one that sank. And so I know that they've now, Veradero has got a new charter boat fleet, Um they're all Mexican-built boats. They're they're adequate boats. I don't know about their gear. Um, you really can't bring marlin gear, you know, or that much marlin gear on a plane. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. really limited by, right. you know.
1: Now you mentioned uh, we were talking about marlin. You mentioned whites and blues. Now in the, in the Pacific, the most predominant one is a striped marlin. Uh, right. And the, the every once in a while, I've only seen. I think in in 30 years or so or 20 some years, I've only seen two white marlin uh, caught in Baja. They're there, Uh but they're very rare. Apparently, it's an East Coast fish and uh, the blues are are bigger ones. So, you know, in Baja, normally it's a striped marlin um, is like 95 percent and you get some blues and blacks and every once in a while, maybe a a white. But uh, now, what what is a white marlin?
7: Uh, it's the same species, it's a subspecies or whatever you want to classify it. Of, of the same family as a, as a blue, a black, uh, a stripe. Um, the the one that's not a member of that family is a, is a swordfish. Right. It's also great. It's a billfish, but yeah. I'll tell you what, bring. You go down there, bring your Linger uh, electric reel, short rod and reel. You can put that on a plane. Really? And deep drop down there for the swordfish.
1: Oh, well, you're talking like 600 or 1,000 feet or what? Yeah,
7: 1,000, 1,400, even 2,000. Wow. That would yeah. be something. Yeah. We hooked two. Two weeks ago in Key West, I was down there. We hooked two. One was a one was a, a good size one because we got him at two hundred feet and he went down to four hundred feet just like that. And we had fifty two pounds of drag on him. Wow! So he was a good fish, but he pulled the hook. Uh-huh. And, oh! White marlin
8: um, are fun. I caught one um, Christmas Day um, a couple of years ago. And my little, um, I had a little twenty four foot bay boat, and we took really? you know, yeah, took it like. 15 miles out off of um Isla Marata and um, mm-hmm. yeah for sure enough man well when you catch a white marlin in your boat like that right down on the water it's really exciting experience because you mm-hmm. can hear every splash and they yeah. they make a nice show
1: well we're getting we're getting a little bit close on time but Marco is an avid um Underwater fisherman so he may have some questions about both of you in Florida and Cuba if he uh, to, to experience the warm clear water. <clears throat>
2: uh, for diving in in Cuba um, you need a special license? Well no, but
7: spear fishing technically is illegal okay um, I have a spear gun over there now I, had, I sent it over on a boat. There are plenty of areas you can go. Especially if you're a free diver, that you can go. And some local guy, you can go spear fishing. Right. And there's also there's also people running over there and doing like um, Betty was talking about lobster. They run around the Visa, which is only a couple hours from from Marina Hemingway. Check in there, and and there's very little legislative enforcement of anything there. So they they pretty much harvest as many lobsters as they want, and the lobster are just thick as fleas. Mm-hmm. Um, and how, how big are,
2: are, are the lobsters there?
7: I've seen pictures down at um, um, Maria La Gorda where I was uh, in October or November, rather. And they, one of them the guy was standing there holding the antenna, and the tail was on the ground, and he was holding it not at eye level at <laughs> chest level. Wow! So you, no it, it had to be yeah. a fourteen pound lobster.
1: Wow! That that That's had to be real. that had to be seventy five years old. Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, uh, describe the water first He showed if, me a if, picture if you,
7: he shot underwater of this wall, yeah. this reef, and it looked like that display in Atlantis in, in the Bahamas of the wow. lobster where you walk through there's lobster all over the place. Right. That's what what, it like. what yeah.
1: about the temperature and the clarity of the water down there?
7: Oh, the, the clarity of the water, especially in the water. Well, on a cloudy day, we had 100-plus feet easily. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, and, and, and the guy told me, he says, you know, uh, this isn't clear. <laughs>
1: and then it's um, So yeah, yeah, it's I mean, really, I mean, yeah, and then we
7: had you know, we had Infinity at um um Garden Gardens of the Queen mm-hmm. and I mean a yeah, guy goes, Well, you know, I hope the blue water moves in. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well we're
1: gonna I we're can't can't gonna wrap this. we're gonna wrap this up. But while we got Betty in the line, let's just go over one more time with Ladies Let's Go Fishing in the Cuba trip, Betty. Right.
8: Um no, it's on uh ladies let's go dot com. Um and, you know, a lot of the details are up. Still not totally finalized with everything. Um, and as, as well as our uh, fishing seminars where ladies and they can bring their gentlemen, too, can come and learn, go practice fishing and go on a boat fishing and network and mingle with the other new anglers.
1: Right. Well, hopefully you've learned a few things from Phil that may influence what's the, some of the things you're going to be doing down there.
8: Oh, yeah, I'm very interested in um, some of his concepts, for
1: sure. Okay, well, uh, you guys got to get together. Anyway, we are running out of time. If you want to listen to this show as many times as you want, just go to fishtalkradio.com. It'll be right on the front page. And uh, if there's anything you missed or if you want to hear it again and again, I know I'm going to. What do you think, Marco?
2: Yeah, and don't forget to go to our Facebook page and. Uh... Yeah,
1: fishtalkradio.com and fishtalkradio. Okay, thank you. Uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in, and we'll talk to you soon.
5: And blues. Welcome back to Fish Talk
1: Radio, Marco. Let me tell you, I knew this was going to be good. But yep. This is even better than I thought. Yep, we're you know we're, we're on the cutting edge here. Yep, because. Uh, you know, as Phil was saying, things have changed a lot in the last three years. In the last three months, they've changed more than they have in the last three years.
2: And it sounds like all for the better.
1: Yeah, no, and uh, we are, there's there's uh, a lot of opportunities and there's a lot of say opportunists. <laughs> you know, and uh, Phil mentioned that. Phil mentioned that. Yeah, you want to be a little bit careful about you know what you book because everybody now uh, Cuba is really a hot ticket right now. And if you don't, you know, if you don't talk to somebody like Phil. You don't know. So people tell you something, and you figure, okay, that's what it is. But you mentioned something about the price, Phil. Um, let's just say that you are a snowbird and you have a choice of going to Florida or Cuba. Um, as far as price goes, how would you compare the two?
7: Well, if you add in healthcare costs, you're much better off in Cuba.
1: Oh, interesting yeah and as far as yeah, the paid-
7: i mean Cuba, you pay twenty five dollars for entry insurance, and that covers you the whole time you're there and you pretty much got everything except air back out uh it's not a it's not a bad decision if you're old if you've got an infirmary infirmity, if you um you know have health problems so, to get travel insurance. You know, just so you can be air vaced out. That's the only real
8: interesting. Uh, thing
7: that I did not even considered.
1: Hadn't even considered that. What about the accommodations? And you know, normally areas that do not um, have a lot of charter boats that have limited competition are more expensive. So, two questions. Well, actually, three things. First of all, accommodations, food, mm-hmm. and fishing. How would you How would you rate those as far as price?
8: Uh
7: where I am, which is just outside of Havana and right next walking distance to Marina Hemingway, uh, the little small, small pueblo of Jaminita, um, I say I can stay for find really good clean rooms all day long for forty dollars a night. Wow. Uh, I can find other rooms for twenty dollars a night. I can also find houses for hundred and fifty dollars a night. Wow. So it really just depends on what you're what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. The thing about the Paladars and the Casa Particulars, that's the private house uh-huh. and the private restaurant, is when you pay that money, that money goes directly to the people. And that way uh, it's not being filtered through the government it's it's the biggest com it's the biggest um, advantage we have as Americans heading over to Cuba. Oh. Uh, number one, the hotels are already sold out through April and number two, uh if you go to a paladar um, i mean a cost particular, mm-hmm. you're paying the money directly to the people now Airbnb has particulars, probably a thousand on wow. the island, which is a fraction of the total.
1: Wow! I had no well, idea that they right. were down there too. Interesting. I mean, that
7: is the biggest. We, we talk about democracy and getting, mm-hmm. getting help to the Cuban people. The best thing we can do for the Cuban people right now is travel, right?
1: Right, right. Because
7: yeah. it's the difference between putting money in their pocket and putting money in the government's pocket, and wow. it's a very small difference. At times, you don't you don't know.
2: Yeah. And you're going to get to spend time with somebody that can tell you what life is really like. Mm-hmm. And oh, you mentioned you the, know, people, the, 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 the people themselves. In, in Phil, Phil, we're we're, years, we're, we're
1: running, we're running out forward. of time, but to summarize it real quickly, what you like the most is the people. And it sounds like if you're smart... This isn't bad you, either. It <laughs> sounds like if you're smart and talk to Phil before you go down there, you can get some great deals Um and it's it's uh, you know and it, it's uh, things are changing quickly, so the sooner the better.
2: You can find all their contact info on our website uh, or our Facebook page, or at CaptainPhilThompson.com and LadiesLet'sGoFishing.com. Yeah,
1: and uh, Marco's going to post it on our Facebook. All the information from today's show, and you can listen to that by going to FishTalkRadio.com, right on the front page. Betty, thank you for hanging in there, and Phil, it's been fascinating. Um, I hope we get to talk to you before you go to. Cuba, or maybe while you're down there. This is great stuff. Appreciate everything, yeah. you guys. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. We appreciate you tuning in.
6: you gone fishing